and we have a special guest for you tonight. Man, it's been good enough to come up and be with Jackson. If you, Jackson, if you please hit his mic, please, and put him on. Mr. Michael McDonald's here. Michael, how are you doing? Oh, good evening. Did you slide in? Uh, a little slip and slide, but um, I had the experience of Buffalo with me, so it wasn't too bad. He is yeah, he, uh, raised in Buffalo, New York, I believe. You're born in, in Huntsville? Born in? Born in Buffalo. Born in, you're born in Buffalo? Yes, sir. Okay. Your parents were from Huntsville? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Thanks Good. for having me. Thank you for coming up. I appreciate it. And uh, Rob Mitchell hooked us up together. Y'all know him. Rob's been here several times. He's our Rutherford County property assessor. And I appreciate you doing it, Rob, if you're listening. Thank you so much. Um, and we're going to have a good conversation tonight. And we're just going to talk about some stuff in general. Now, we're going to get started here. And uh, we've got some closings, of course, and things like that. And some buildings are going to be opening later. And, Jackson, I've got those to him. You want, you want me to read them or whatever? I'll do them after. I'll tell you what, let's get this thing open, and then let's uh, let's get on there, okay? But for right now, thanks for listening, folks, but for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. With Lee Raymer Show, with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced right here at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach me and Michael tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text to that, and Jackson's, Jackson's on the board, uh, our producer tonight, and doing a good job as always. He'll be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard live on the radio, all right? And you can also listen to us via the internet at WGNSradio.com, or watch us on Facebook Live. We're on right now at the Emily Raymer Show on WGNS. You can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you. Wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Angela Bingham's doing a great job. She was on the air earlier, I believe, with Simplicity. Stephen Reynolds, uh, he has a podcast that he's doing, The Man in the Middle. And uh, believe me, he is the man in the middle. There's no doubt about it. He don't know which way to turn nowadays, and uh, politically speaking. <laughs> and I think Michael and I have been talking. I think we're all kind of in that boat. And uh, But they're doing some, some great things. And then uh, we have The Morning Show, which Dalton is on with Brian and John Dinkins. And, uh, of course, they do all the prep sports and good things going on. And I try to listen to Jason Qualls every afternoon around 4. Uh, Financial Coaching Radio does a great job. Now, we've got some things going on. Tomorrow is Martin Luther King Day. And, of course, the children are out of schools automatically, so we, we bought a day there. Now, the MLK March from Central Magnet School to Patterson Center is canceled due to the weather, Okay. MTSU, MLK, Martin Luther King event is canceled due to weather. They will have a virtual event on social media using recordings from last year. Martin Luther King event at the Discovery Center at Murphy Spring is postponed to another date due to inclement weather. 
Rutherford County Historical Meeting scheduled for Carriage Lane Reception House Monday. Tomorrow, the 17th, is canceled due to weather. And all branches of Rutherford County Library System will be closed Monday in observance of Martin Luther King Day. Schools are already closed because of MLK Day. Post office and government offices are closed in observance of Martin Luther King Day. And there will be no garbage pickup in Murfreesboro uh, today. Monday's pickup is Tuesday, and Tuesday's pickup is Wednesday. So just so you know that, we'll announce that again a little bit later in our little broadcast here. Okay? Um, thanks again for being with us. And if you have anything else to have, you're welcome to call. Jax will take it over the, uh, over the phone. We'll be glad to announce it for you. That's what we're here for. Okay? That takes presence over everything. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing great tonight. How are you, Ed? Doing good. Doing good. What's going on? What do you do, Mike? How did you get here? Tell us your story. How did you get here? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on your uh, radio show tonight. Uh, I've, I've been blessed to uh, have had the opportunity to relocate to uh, Murfreesboro. Uh, and, and my mom would probably call it uh, the reparting of the Red State because she made a decision <laughs> okay. to move us from right. uh Moved us from uh, Buffalo, New York, to Huntsville, Alabama, right. uh, where my parents were originally from, and uh, and then I finished high school there, and then I ended up coming to college at MTSU. Right. And um, okay. so. Uh, now, were you in sports or athletics or anything, or was it academic scholarship or? Did no, you I came. You? I came to. I, the way I came to MTSU was was a miraculous. I had a uh, high school receivers coach. His name was Ray Stillman. Right. He's better known as the Bammer Jammer. Okay. <laughs> uh, he plays harmonica, and he has a, a business in Alabama. Uh, he went to MTSU, and um, I did play sports in high school. I played receiver, and we played right. uh, Oakland High School my junior year, I believe it was, right. at MTSU. And so uh, a bunch of guys on the team, we were like, oh, man, this is a great campus. And when we oh, finished yeah. high school, we are going to yeah. go here. So my senior year, come to find out, me and only one other guy really had applied. So, But I got, I actually did get in to middle um, and I was accepted. And then when it came time for me to uh, to uh, come up to Murfreesboro, uh, I learned through a letter from financial aid I didn't have enough money right. to go sure. because of out-of-state tuition. So I, I worked... Uh, two jobs. I worked for the city of Huntsville Parks and, and Recreation Service. Um, basically, uh, the baseball diamonds changing out the, the lights basically in the, in the uh, uh, cherry pickers on right. the diamonds. Okay. And then basically just a janitor. And then I had a job working as a maintenance guy at a bookstore um, at night. And so this one particular night, one of my coaches, Ray Stillman, came in the bookstore and he wanted to know uh, why I was working at this bookstore. Why wasn't I at MTSU? Right. And so I told him the situation. So he said he he had worked at State Farm while right. I was at Middle, and he okay. knew some folks there, and they were looking to hire someone in the data processing department. He asked me if I was interested. Like sure. So I I two days later I get on a Greyhound bus from. Huntsville to Murfreesboro. I get to the Murfreesboro bus station about midnight. It's closed. So I just start walking in the general direction of the campus. <laughs> right. And a Murfreesboro police officer sees me walking. Right. And I tell him my situation. He tells me to get in the car, takes me to the Jackson Motel. Right. Put me up for $5. $5. $5. And next day I go to State Farm, interview there. And then they take me to MTSU and they tell me, well, if you're coming to Tennessee for employment, then you can go to school part-time. 
for a year, and then at the end of that year, you will be an in-state resident for tuition purposes. Right. So that's how I ended up here. <laughs> Been here ever since. Well, that's how I... Pretty much. Well, yeah, of course, I've had some highs between them when I went off to uh, graduate school and law school in Chicago, but uh, I was here for the full four years for undergrad at middle. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now... And, um, you were director of elections in Nashville, is yes, correct? Yes, sir. For how many in, years? And how, tell us how you got there and what, what happened. How did, how did that come about? Uh, well, before I was with the uh, uh, the mayor's office, uh, okay. Metro Mayor, I worked there for three years. Uh, and then I was appointed administrative elections in 90. This was like in 1993. I was here for 11 years. Now, who was who was mayor? Purcell? Actually, it was Boner. Bill Boner was... Uh, Bill Boner. Bill uh, Boner, right. right. He okay. was mayor. At, right. Uh, and Bre- uh, Bredesen was actually mayor when I was appointed okay. to the election commission. Right. Okay. And it was a five-member board, pretty much like it is now. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I actually had the privilege to, you know, oversee two presidential elections and then the Titans, Titans uh, Oilers Stadium referendum, which was a was a big deal in 96, that, 97. That it was, right. And so yeah. that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. And then several gubernatorial and state and county and because city elections. It was a lot different time back then, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, Compared to what we're facing today. Yes. I mean, the, the job as election administrator back then was pretty much under the radar. Right. Uh, it's I mean, not anymore. Oh, no, no. no. And, I, and I actually have been, you know, kind of, uh, watching out of my ear or listening out and kind mm-hmm. of uh, watching right. out of my eye as what's going on in terms of just the pressures that are on these these officials. I mean, they're more, it's more ceremonial. It was more ceremonial back then. Yes, more I know. clerical right. back then. Uh, there were decisions that you made regarding candidates in terms of the law and interpretation, but it never, it was never cut so deep as it does today. Yeah. It's almost like it's a blood sport today. Oh, yes, know. yes, it is. It, and so... Uh, I mean, when you're wanting to redo elections and appoint people to certain positions so they have the power to overturn it, this is unheard of, you know. And yeah. I must say, our our election uh, committee, I call him the election commissioner, overseer of election, Alan Farley. Oh, Alan's great. He's done a fantastic job. Dynamic I job. I mean, we've got some of the best voting Dynamic circumstances. Job. It's just unbelievable. I mean, it's so easy to vote. It's, right. it's you know... Low key, and I mean, you can so many different places. Um, you know, I've said many times right here, my wife works in Laverne, and if she wants to at in Laverne uh, at lunchtime, go out, go down to Laverne, pick a location down there, and go vote, go back to work, right? Know? So, if you're going to be late getting home or whatever, it's very convenient. So, I hope that nobody messes with Rutherford County's election process because I kind of like the way things are here. Well, you know? I and I, I think. We're in good shape in all 95 counties in the state of Tennessee. Right. I've been so impressed with, with how our Secretary of State and the, and the State Election Commission and right. the divisions of elections, have they've kept this, um, a they've kept it nonpartisan, and um, and so we're very fortunate to not be facing some of the issues that some of the states like Georgia and Arizona have. Yeah, to deal it's with. it's become a mess down yeah. there. You know. Yes. And, I think we all know where the where the problem exists there. We won't get into that. Um, we're going to go here in just a minute to our first series of breaks, and we're going to talk with Michael more about uh, Michael about uh, uh, more about the election process and what he's done and um, all that good stuff. So, where did you go after uh, the election? Uh, you were finished. Your tenure was up in Nashville. Now, what happened then? Right. Well, it was it was it was. 
it wasn't ceremonious in terms of my departure. And that's okay. kind of a story <laughs> in and of itself. Um, and maybe it was on the, the wings of what we see now. But um, I, it was, I taught at uh, NTSU. And then right. I taught at Cumberland University. I taught, um, um, actually taught constitutional law, criminal justice, political science, and public administration. You do have a law degree. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, but uh, you don't and, practice uh, anymore. Right. Yeah. And I went to law school at the University of Illinois at Chicago. And then I uh, went to graduate school at SIU Carbondale. But, okay. um, um, but it, I have a passion for election law. Sure. And, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and just following how it impacts communities. How do you feel about what's happened here in the last, especially with this last election, 2020? I, th- I mean, if you don't care to share with us. Well, well, I, I'm glad to say that I'm at a place now where I can speak as a private citizen. Sure. Without the, you know, with the, <clears throat> you know, with some conviction about it. I think about the 2000 presidential election uh, with, uh, with, uh, Gore and Bush and yeah, yeah, and right. uh, and all that we saw mm-hmm. there in terms of the butterfly ballots and the, you know and the, uh, hanging <laughs> the hanging chads and, and I thought and I thought that was I thought that was a nightmare. Yes, I was proven and wrong. it was. You know. Yes, it was. But but the difference there was, the difference there was there were candidates who recognized that the integrity of the Constitution and the sanctity of the electoral process and the process was right. more important than a victory. Right. And and we don't have that any anymore. Uh, what concerned me about the fallout, I say fallout from the 2020 presidential election probably was what we saw on January 6th. It's the most um, ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my uh, life. That, yeah. uh, you know. Heartbreaking, too. It was, it was very heartbreaking. Um, I mean, there, there is a way to speak the ballot. In fact, what concerned me is that the ballot is the way in which we expressed our protest. Exactly. Right, that's, that's, that's the way it's always been, you know. The ballot isn't. The ballot is intended to be a tool to express your protest within the framework of the government. Right. Uh, and we do have under the First Amendment, you know, freedom of assembly and freedom. Sure, you know, we do. Freedom, yeah, right. you know, but and that's all but, good and fine. Right, but but again, with that comes responsibilities. With every right comes a responsibility. Well, I couldn't and, believe what I was seeing. People that were storming the nation's capital. I would have thought, you know, you first of all, to get into the building, you'd better have a very good reason. You've got to have an appointment. Right. I would imagine you would be escorted everywhere you went. I would just imagine. Uh, these people behaving like a bunch of savages. I mean, I mean, climbing the walls and, and you know, five people are dead today because of that situation. You know, who my, talks to their families? My, my daughter... Um, um, Actually worked for Congressman Jim Cooper in right. in the D, in the D.C. office in the district okay. office. Now she was, I think she was actually in in like the Longworth House office building or one of the office buildings, not the Capitol. Right. But that's a building that she frequents. Right. And so her mother and I, we were so thankful that she was back here at home. Right. Uh, these these are individuals who, this is their workplace. That's that that is actually the the centerpiece of government. And what bothered me probably more than anything was, I think about 9-11. What right. was the, was the yeah. one building that the attackers didn't get? White House, out of the Capitol. In the Capitol. Right, yeah. And, I, and I, nothing can, nothing can uh, change my mind that that wasn't intentional. It was almost that they were trying to use that as a statement. 
Right. But the idea yeah. that you would you would try to interrupt, you know, the certification of an election after the states have already certified the election. Exactly. Right. And many of them Republicans. Yes. That had certified and said, yes. sorry, these are the counts. This is the way it has to be. But I'm looking at that maybe eroding with some people. Yes, there has been. A, and it's it's yes. sad to see, you know, hey, you know, me and you get out here, we're involved in a political race. One of us is going to win, one of us is going to lose, you know. Pack up. Hey, good contest. I'll see you in four years or whatever the, the term is. That's it. Yeah. You know. You yeah. go to court. Sometimes you win. I've been to court for years. Sometimes you win. You're an attorney. You've been there. Sometimes you lose. Right. It happens. Right. You know? And you have to be man enough to say, you know, well, I guess i got to regroup and, and, and maybe change my message or whatever. And not, you know. Uh, well, and what and I think in the message it sends is that uh, you, you, you win at all costs. And there's no, yeah, and there's, right. and there's no, and there's no value, or there's no, no redemption, or or no benefit to to losing. The, right. For me, yeah. I've I've probably have learned more from losing than I have winning. Sure, sure you do. Yeah, because and, you learn from your mistakes. Right. You know. And and I realize that, you know, I'm from a, a different from a different age, not sure. different generation. Right. But a different age. Right. And um, and so. I understand that the way in which I was raised is going to be completely different than how people on PC today. But if it's such a thing, Michael, as just good old-fashioned decency and respect and respect for the process. This is the way we do it. It's not, we're not Iran, we're not Iraq, we're not no. Afghanistan, we're not Russia, for goodness sakes. This is our process. This is how it's done. And well, it's been very good to us. And I've wondered, you know, with this this guy, and I've mentioned this before, Steve Bannon, uh, who, who's no secret, has said him, himself, it's time we change government, okay? Oh, Basically, yeah. is right. what he said. Now, this is me talking. This is not Michael, folks. This is Ed Raymer talking to you. And I'm telling you, I wonder why a man has been that successful. Because at, at current rate, he's worth around somewhere in excess of $20 million dollars. A country that's been that good to you, why would you want to change anything about it? You don't have to worry about where your next meal's coming from. Right. Why would you want to change anything? Right. I mean, I understand everything has to be tweaked from time to time. I mean, right. you know, our, 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 our social security system, whatever it may be, our taxes, I understand, you know. But to dismantle a government? Well, there's a saying that when there's chaos, there's a very good chance of getting what you want. Well, that's yeah. That's that was the Trump theory. It was leads yeah. through chaos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. there's so and many so, mistakes and so many lawsuits and everything. Yeah, you can't I mean, remember where you are. Right, you know? and you and you and you keep and you keep, you keep the quote opposition off balance so much that they you know sure. we we call them in, in the legal community we call them red herrings and you keep them so busy right. trying to address these things until you lose focus of what the real issue is. Well, and the, that's and that's what's happened to the American people. We've lost what's important. But here. Here's the thing is, we, Michael, I don't know if they have an issue. No. I don't know if they, that they really do. No, no, there's, no, I mean. You know, it scares me to death when someone, why do you want to run for office? Well, it, it's fun. No, it's not fun. No, it's not. Stephen Reynolds has been up here. He's run for office twice. I've seen that man. And Stephen's not a big guy. He's thin. And he lost 20, 25 pounds. You get out there in that hot July and August heat and you're campaigning. Let me tell you something, friend. 
That's work. Shaking those hands, pressing the flesh, asking for votes. I'm telling you, you know, preaching your story. Right. Giving your, you know, putting your, your message out there. Here's what I stand for. Here's what I stand against, you know. And I've always said, you know, if you really, really want to make a difference, you know, if you don't, don't feel happy about things, put your name on a ballot. I never have. Right. <laughs> and I probably never will. Now, I'm glad to accommodate those people here at, right. you know, on this show, on this broadcast. But it's a, it's not fun. For the ones I've seen that do it, I mean, uh, our former Congressman Bob Clement has been here with us a couple of times. He'll tell you, it's, it's, it's not fun. And so the hardest days that he had and the sleepless nights is when he's sending your your son or daughter in the line in in right on the line way, yeah. in, in 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 harm's way. Yeah, yes. You know, you'll lose some sleep over that. Yes, I but, mean, uh, you no, know, I was I was n- never uh, an elected official. Like I said, I was a private right. official. But I can tell you, I had a lot of sleepless nights as election administrator. <coughs> I mean, because you got. You got 15, oh, sure. 1,500 people out there working at 200, roughly 200 precincts. Right. And, you just, and it's not a question of if something's going to wrong, go wrong. It's a matter of where and when. Well, it's going and, to. Yeah. You know, uh, I noticed, um, and there are certain rules that you have to follow with that, too. Yes. Uh, yes. Our own uh, uh, fellow that will be here, uh, he goes on the air at 9, Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro. He was uh, working for Allen. Uh, they were counting, counting the ballots, okay? And he thought... Because I think he was uh, on one side and this other guy was on the other, or whoever it was he was seated, seated at the table with, whatever. He thought, you know, I think I want to get a picture of this. And he posted it on Facebook. Alan said, uh-uh, we can't do that. Mm-mm. And they took it down immediately. Mm-mm. I never thought about that. You can't take pictures of no. the voting machines? You can't do no. any of that? No, you cannot do that. No. And, and and they said, hey, what are you doing? I said, well, I just took a picture. You, know, you can't do that. I never I never thought anything about it. No, he's for... You protect the law. You protect the right. system at the perimeters. That's right. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean, things- I never thought the first thing about. It. I thought, wow, you know, I, I you know, you take that for granted that, you know, that they're protecting our votes. They are right. You know, left or right makes no difference. It makes, or, it, it or if makes you voted no for Methuselah, that's fine. You can have the right to vote it, for Methuselah. You it, know, it makes no difference whatsoever. We're going to have to go to some breaks here. Uh, Jackson, if you're out there, there he comes right there. I'll tell you what, uh, Michael, Michael McDonald's our guest tonight. We're going to go to our first series of breaks. Thank you all for listening. Stay with us. We're going to be back right after this. Evan Lee Raymer Show right here on WGNS. Be right back with you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. That's Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofMT.com. 
Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. Oh, and we are back. We certainly are. Um, I want to go over this again for you folks. Martin Luther King Day is tomorrow, of course, and uh, Martin Luther King March. Uh, I got some announcements to make. I want to do this on behalf of the state, on behalf of the, the city, I guess. Martin Luther King March from Central Magnet School to Patterson Center is canceled due to weather. The MTSU Martin Luther King event canceled due to weather. They will have a virtual event on social media using recordings from last year. Uh, Martin Luther King event at the Discovery Center at Murphy Spring uh, postponed to another date due to inclement weather. Rutherford County Historical Meeting uh, is scheduled for a carriage uh, scheduled for Carriage Lane and Reception House Monday uh, on tomorrow is canceled due to weather. All branches of Rutherford County's library system will be closed Monday in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Schools are already closed because of the Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So you got your free day there, kids. Uh, post office and government offices are, are closed in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And no garbage pickup in Murfreesboro. Today, Monday's uh, pickup on is on Tuesday, and Tuesday's pickup will be Wednesday. If you need those, you can go to the WGNS website, WGNSradio.com, okay? Um, okay, bear with me, folks. Michael McDonald is our guest tonight. We have a caller on the line, Jax, please. We have two callers? Okay, we got this one here. Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. Am I the first caller or the second caller? You're the first one. Tell <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rico I said hello. And, uh, hello, Crockett. The other half of Murfreesboro Nice. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. What are you Are you in jail again? Uh, no, no. I'm just, just hanging out here, chilling, and, and hunkering down. I hate snow. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've had about enough of it. Uh, as you know, our son is out in this mess. He's clearing parking lots and all that, so... 
um, he's happy. But the rest of us are pretty not not very not very happy about all that. How are you, Rob yeah. Mitchell's on the line? Rob, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Just had uh, had some some just a question. I, I know the answer, but uh, I'll go ahead and ask it because uh, Michael is too modest to do it himself. <laughs> you you, really, you know you, you you may not realize, but you had the first African American student body president of MTSU sitting right there. And I did not know that. One of the, no. the most uh, underappreciated and underrecognized uh, quiet uh, personalities that have has ever graced MTSU. Uh, well, and I could tell, I could tell he's not really a radio person, okay, because he's pretty reserved. <laughs> and as you know, most of us in radio are pretty uh, outspoken, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, you know, you can hurt his feelings if you talk about the bills. <laughs> you can hurt my feelings if you talk about the bills, too. <laughs> because, hey, I went back to the Jim Kelly days. I thought I was hoping they'd win at least one Super Bowl. For right. goodness sake, you know. But I'm going to tell you something. Anyone from Buffalo, New York, has got to be a tough human being. Okay, there's no doubt about it. What else, Rob? Oh, just just calling to to ask too if uh, what what Michael might think about. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about uh, a couple of things. One of them is uh, voting by district in Smyrna and in Murfreesboro right. uh, on the on the commission. Uh, another thing that's come up is potential redistricting for congressional seats um, right. here in Tennessee with, uh, with with how the seats are being drawn up and Rutherford County is getting another state representative seat that I believe is going to run from uh, Smyrna up to Laverne and then down along the western part of the county over to Eagleville. So there's there's a lot of things that are happening just wanted to get his insight on that his feelings and then i'll shut up and get off the air <laughs> rob mitchell thank you so much rob and rob right, thanks for bye hooking bye. me up with michael i certainly do appreciate this thank you thank rob you so my much. pleasure thank you rob right, we'll be talking to you later your feelings michael on on the uh first question that rob uh raised i think that's something that the voters should have a right to decide. I don't know if, sure. this, if the county commission makes that decision, but perhaps right. maybe they can put that out there to the voters in a referendum format. Um, you know, just tag it on with a, an election that's already scheduled. Uh, as far as the second question related to uh, redistricting, um, this is always, I think, a, a thorn in the side for either Either one of the Republicans or the Democrats. Right, it is. You, you yes, take sir. you take your pick. What what concern me most here though is that uh, most of the courts have said, and this is what happened in North Carolina, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. This North Carolina Supreme Court has taken a look at how the how their uh, legislature is is drawing the lines, uh, and most courts will have this laissez-faire, hands-off approach to redistricting as long as it does not discriminate. Right. It can give yeah. one of the two parties, uh, you know, a, a dominant effect. It can give them greater power, but it can't be at the expense of, of, of diminishing uh, the power of a vote based on race. Right. And that just comes back to 
Baker versus Carr, which is actually a case that came out of Tennessee. It's right. the idea of one person, one vote. So the idea that the the state legis the state senate, I guess in this case, and now I guess the full general assembly will be looking at this and passing on sure. these on these maps. Mm -hmm. uh, you want transparency. You want the voters to have an opportunity Absolutely. to see the maps. Yes, so that would be to me that would be the that would be my only concern about this is that uh, the voters who are impacted by the maps have a right to see what the lines look like before they're implemented. You just that's just something that should be done. Is it done? Right. Quite frankly, not often. So right. Uh, but yeah. I do think a lot there are a lot of states that have their eyes on Tennessee to see how this is going to play out. Oh yeah. Uh, because yeah. there there's there's a lot of variables going on here um, that. You know, I'd like to go into greater detail about, but the bottom line is that if it diminishes the voting capacity of a particular group, then the courts are likely to step in and say, no, sure. you got to go back and read yeah. for all these again. They'll step in every time, right. as they should, right. as they should. We have another caller on the line. Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Yes, uh, Murfreesboro native, uh, presently living in Los Angeles, California. Yes, uh, I've heard a lot of great things about you, Michael, from um, my great friend, Rob Mitchell. And my question to you is... Wait a minute, sir, you said your friend is Rob Mitchell? Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, you, you, you're not very particular about who you hang around in, are you? Uh, I am no, oh, oh, contraire, oh, contraire, oh, Rob, I, I guess you may have been listening. Rob called in earlier, right. Absolutely. And uh, because of my relationship with Rob and the fact that I've, I've been to Murfreesboro 10 times in the last calendar year right. and still have property on State Street in Murfreesboro, I'm uh, acutely sensitive to all matters Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. So in your estimation, Michael, is Murfreesboro prepared for the explosive growth that it has experienced in the last 25, 30 years? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, the raw answer, uh, no. Uh, is right. that finger pointing? No. The raw answer is just, to me, uh, no. Um, I've never been a Boy Scout, but I always try to be prepared. Well, and, you know, that's, and that's the idea the being it that, just, you Michael, know. It's just happened. It just, well. Here but, they came. But, right, but yeah. the idea is that we've, we've had some idea about what the population growth is going to be projected right. based on, in some cases, what was happening in Davidson County. Right. Because we're kind of mm -hmm. getting the, kind of getting the, 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 you know, the overflow of uh, people that are coming to Davidson County with nowhere to live, nowhere to stay. And right. Rutherford County is a great place to live. That it is. I mean, it's it a is. Great got a great school to, system. Great school system. School system. I mean, right. great school system. I mean, when it comes to safety, it's one of the safest places in the state and in the country. I mean, when it comes to cost of living, there's just a lot of variables out there that would have told me. Not a, not an economist, and I'm not, you know, and I'm not someone who who keeps track of uh, sure. of you know demographic lines. But the fact is that we could have anticipated, and now that we know, even if we didn't know before, now we're on notice. Oh yes, because as the mayor tells our county mayor, we're, we're looking at an extra 300,000 people that will be here by 2035. I can't believe it. That is not that far away. Caller, are you still there? Yeah. So, yes, uh, yes. So, so the reason this subject is of importance to me is because I, uh, I'm a 1982 graduate of Middle Tennessee State University, and I have a degree in urban planning. And one of the projects that we had to uh, 
accommodate in order to graduate was the uh, transformation from um, the Air Force Base to what became ultimately the, the centerpiece of growth in Rutherford County, which is uh, the Nissan factory. Right. And I yeah. think there was plenty of time to get ready for what could happen. But in the, in the absence of that preparation, we were overwhelmed with development and in terms of the impact on the infrastructure, it has been just, you know, it's been overwhelming. But more importantly, uh, are we ready to make the adjustments necessary to go from a little sleepy town to basically a, a metropolis? That's exactly right. And and then, of course, Caller, may I ask you, you, you say you're a native, you're a native Murfreesboro man? Yes, I am. What, uh, now what, if I might ask, what took you to Los Angeles? Uh, well, first I was in San Diego. Uh, okay. I was in the US, United States Navy, and I was oh, okay. in San Diego for nine years. And then uh, I started consulting con- contracted construction companies, and eventually moved to Los Angeles in 1992. Okay, so you've been there ever since. Mm-hmm. But right. I come to Murfreesboro very, very frequently. Very frequently. Okay. Well, uh, as you know, uh, you would be the perfect one to notice. What do you think every time you come back? <laughs> a little bit different, uh, isn't it? A little bit every, every, I don't know. Well, I, I, was just, I was just there two weeks ago, and uh, I experienced the tornado warning that turned into seven inches of snow, then it was nine <laughs> inches of snow, and I've been told it's snowing as we speak. Uh, right. And it, it highlighted you know, how Murfreesboro has some catching up to do with respect to making sure the roads stay open uh, in the event of inclement weather. That's just a minor thing because exactly right. there's been so much construction. Right. The, 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 the services of the streets hadn't caught up yet. And um, right. this is a good time to grab money if you are a, a, a contractor <laughs> uh, because True. it's unbelievable. It really, But it taxes everything else. It really does. Well, it does. And uh, as, as we mentioned with our good friend Rob Mitchell. Rob has saved the county money through his uh, agency. Of course, he's a Rutherford County property assessor. But now, that, and no, no offense against Rob, Rob's a great friend, don't get me wrong, and he's a great manager, don't get me wrong, but sooner or later, they're going to have to, they're, they're, he's going to have to expand. This county is growing so fast, and that costs money. Right. You know. And, well, fortunately, you're right about the fact that Rob <coughs> does care about yes, what does. happens to Rutherford County from a service standpoint. Right. Unfortunately, uh, and this is not just Rutherford County, this is happening all over the country. Right. Developers and syndicates that have no local ties have manipulated uh, our government agencies to the point where they're not kicking in their fair share of revenue. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it always falls back on the lower and middle class people. To the extent that it won't be long now unless some radical changes are made across the country, we're going to have the haves and the have-nots. The middle class will be practically non-existent in 20 years if there's not radical changes. You know, we always talk about uh, money moving around. Well, right now it's so concentrated in so few hands that it, 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 it imperils the possibility of somebody moving into the middle class. Right. Unless they are connected. Well, it's even become very hard to find affordable housing here in Murfreesboro. Right. That's what I was going to say. Right. I mean, right. the, the housing stock here is, is right. limited. And um, uh, can, I, can I just interject something real please. quick? Please. Yeah, please. Um, last, I think it was last week, week before last, 
um, the State Department of Economic Development put out a report, uh, and it reflected uh, the numbers of the states, the, the, ten, the ten states, are which um, are now heavily represented here in Tennessee right. in terms of people yeah. that are, have relocated here. That data in and of itself, again, there's all sorts of trails of data out there that could give uh, Rutherford County or Murfreesboro or any other community in the state of Tennessee, inf- you know, that kind of information about, well, what is this telling us? Uh, where's And where is this information, where is this data leading to? And so I agree. Uh, where is it leading to? Right, I agree. Actually, where is it? Where is it? And leading I think this to? is exactly what our caller is getting to. Right. So there. And but again, but that takes money. You hire someone, the government, the work for the government to to track and package that information, which is something that the city of Houston, Harris County, Texas had to end up doing because right. they didn't manage their growth. Right. And they end up doing this after the fact, whereas we now have an opportunity to do it on the front end. Caller, uh, I thank you for your call. Good call. Thank you so much. All right, no problem, man. Nice, nice, nice speaking to you through the phone, Michael. Because uh, Rob has uh, talked to you, talked to me about you uh, for many years, man. Uh, next time in Murfreesboro, hopefully we can grab a cup of coffee or something. Same here, sir. All right. Take care, my friend. Thank you. We have All another. Right. We have another caller on the line, and caller, uh, go ahead while get while getting's good. Okay. I, I, whenever, I just wanted to say. Uh, Oh, hello, Jeff. Uh, good. How you guys doing? I doing just good. Want to ask, that car was there for a couple weeks ago. On New Year's Day, it was 75. The next day, he froze to death. I froze. <laughs> I froze. He froze. He froze to death. That's the way we went back to Los Angeles. He didn't want to stay up here no more. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I just want to say, for the elections, I was going to ask, him, ask the guy who was with the elections for a while, do you think this next election, these midterms in 2022, it'll be worse uh, this time? Or do you think it'll be even worse in 2024? I know this last time, you know, Georgia counted their ballots. They, of course, they, got, they, they stopped counting them, but they counted them so many times. And each time they counted them, Biden got more votes every time. That's fine. And then, and then number two, I want to ask you, Lee. And Lee, I don't know if you've seen last couple weeks, they've had some arguments about that uh, plant in West Tennessee over there. Right. Some people over there lives over said uh, said they just couldn't be small anymore. It couldn't be small anymore. They, they had to grow. Of course, that plant's going to be like, like y'all said, it's going to be like uh, Nissan here. It's going to make that area. Exactly. Ford is. Obvious stuff. But I was just saying, I don't know if you see the problem. There's in Tennessee, and it's really interesting about what that area is going to go right. through. just like we did with Nissan. But y'all, y'all have a good one. I'll talk to you. I enjoy your show. Appreciate it. Jeff, thank you so much. Good point. That, that is going to change West Tennessee. There's no doubt about it. The Ford, uh, Ford plant, yes. The impact down there. Yes. Um Kind of reminds me of Huntsville. Same thing that happened with uh, uh, Toyota. Uh, right. Changed the mm-hmm. dynamic, and now Huntsville is the largest city in the state. Why well, is due to Toyota? Uh, to, oh, the car companies are—they have a massive yes. pull, and all the satellite companies, yes. people that make the seats, make right. the electronics, uh, the, everything from the light bulbs to everything. Right, my brother, actually, I have two younger brothers that are engineers, and one worked for NASA and one for Toyota. He worked at Toyota, and then he left Toyota to work for a supplier. So anyway, so you're right. But to answer, I guess, the other question, the midterm elections are, they're just like a bellwether. Uh, It's almost like the country resets itself. Right. From Mm -hmm. the presidential, uh, the the, uh, November presidential election. So you'll see a shift. and, you know, in terms of the House and the Senate, 
Uh, you might even see uh, the Republican Party actually gain seats in the Senate and in the House. But I think his question related to was there going to be the kind of what we saw anarchy or the insurrection? Anarchy, right? Yeah. I, I, I really, I really don't know. Uh, I certainly I pray not. We pray not. Uh, right. I can tell you, I, I'm, I, I sh- I'm, I'm certain that uh, our law enforcement communities on the state and the federal level are on high alert about right. this. Yes. Um, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, and so, uh, you know. First, our concern was about Russian, Russia meddling in the election. Now we have to worry about Russia meddling in the election and also domestic terrorists. That's exactly right. And Internet situations yes. and, and all that, that that has a lot to do with it. We're going to go. Michael McDonald is our uh, guest. Thank you all for your calls tonight. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's a great show, Michael. Thanks for coming up. Thank We're you. going to take our last series of breaks. We'll be right back with you with Michael McDonald. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com familylegal.com that's hello everyone it's ed with private investigations in middle tennessee you know if you just need someone checked out on a background check tag them a run or if you need someone full of fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt That's PIofMT.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS.
right, and we are back. I'm sorry. I was talking to the voice of MTSU Sports, Mr. Chip Walters, who's up here with us. going to be on Bill's show here a little later, so we got a little, got a little sidetracked. Of all things, we were talking about politics. Let's talk about some politics, Mike. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> Let's change the subject. <laughs> Maybe talk about sports. <laughs> so, oh, sure. Yeah. Let's talk sports. Um, and, um, you know, uh, the growth is – some growth is, is welcome. That's, that's yeah. fine. You know, and it's inevitable. That's going to happen. But when you get companies like Nissan, Toyota – Ford now is coming down to West Tennessee. And they also uh, uh, have made a big impact in our neighboring state in Kentucky, my, na- my native state of right. Kentucky. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's changing the entire area because we are centrally located here. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a good place to live. You know? Yes. And we have a call. Hooper Penuel's on the line with us. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hooper. Hang up on me? No, not yet. What's up, Hooper? I just want to say hello to Michael McDonald. Uh, he may not remember me, but uh, I was administrator of elections up here in Rutherford County starting in 2000 and went through 2010. I'm not sure exactly when Michael left Metro, but it was right during that time frame, I believe, Michael, wasn't it? Yeah, Hooper, I remember you. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm sitting in here where it's warm, trying to watch San Francisco and Dallas play, but I've been listening to Ed Raymer in one ear and yours in the other ear. Okay. I I, I can't let this go by without saying hello to Mike. It's been it's been a while, buddy. You're you've been you're you're one of my favorite colleagues, and you know Rutherford County and Davidson County. We were always on the phone with each other, trying to figure well, out, yeah, you, are you right. all going to do this? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. We did support y'all too, as well. And, yes. Uh, we, it was it was it was a good run when we had it. It so, was fun. Uh, but I just wanted to say hello, and we appreciate what what all you were doing. And um, I had wondered where you were, but I think I remember hearing that you had moved back to Murfreesboro for, for some reason, but I'm not really sure what what it was. Well, I think you got sort got, of, we talked about married. before we went on the air. Yeah. Okay. You sort of got COVID, forced you into some type of semi-retirement, but you're trying to, now yeah. you're wanting to come out of retirement to some degree. Yeah, what right? happened? I actually, uh, my wife, Phyllis Webb McDonald, who was, who was a native of Murfreesboro, uh, sure. she had, yeah, she passed in 2018, and so I was mm. going through a little bereavement. But this, just as I was ready to come back to work, COVID hit. Right. COVID caught a lot of us, I tell you what. We've been fortunate so far. And, right. And uh, staying healthy and... and uh, but then, anyway, Hooper, who was on your sir? board? Who was on your board when you were administrator of elections for Rutherford County? Well, who was uh, on your board? The the president of of the board was was uh, John um, from is it Taylor. John Taylor. Is it John Taylor? John Taylor. Right? Yeah. Yes, John Taylor and uh, Robert Rose. Right. Um, we had uh, um, another Democrat. I can't remember the name now, but yeah, I, did, uh, there I, was, did, there, I didn't mean to put you was, on the spot like that. I was just I, I remember them, but yeah, but we had a we had a, a great time, and it was always good 
for well when we got know, together for the conferences and right. all that it seems right. like it just worked worked really well but yeah. uh anyway it's good to talk to you and maybe we'll have to get together sometime for a coffee sounds great hooper i'm on facebook so uh Okay. Yeah, my daughter's I'll got look, me on there, so look me up. <laughs> I'll look you up. Okay. Hooper right, Peniel. Thank you, Hooper, Thanks. so much. I appreciate your support. Okay, he has buddy. Been a, All right, bye. He has been a supporter of this broadcast since Amazing, I started. Yeah. And I, he's he's wonderful. And he was our former election director, as, as you right. know. Right. And feel back. Uh, he sings Alan Farley's praises as well. He yes. is very – it is amazing – how all of us, you know, I've told some of these big shots, maybe you need to come to Rutherford County and see how we do things down here. Yes. Maybe you could learn something. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, and I don't say that in a braggadocious way. I'm I'm trying to say, you know, in a helpful way, if you come down here, maybe, maybe you stick around for a couple of weeks, you might learn something, you know. Yeah. And because we all have to swim in the same water. All right. So, That's exactly uh, right. Well, well, Michael, where do you go? Where do you go next? What are you going to do? What are you going to be doing next? Well, um, I, I see myself um, trying to kind of stay in the, in the background, as my as my daughters would say, stay in my lane. And um, and uh, I, I I enjoy you know writing. I published a couple of different books. Right. Uh, I you know I enjoy keeping up with the news related elections and, and the political process. Um, I don't know. I might see a podcast podcast in my future down the road who knows <laughs> but um uh, but for, but in the terms of the immediate future um i'm just happy to be able to spend time with my you know my, my daughter and right. um and right. enjoy life as it is uh life is so precious oh it is and we spend so much time on i guess if i can add kind of a maybe a, a religious or christian no especially on right. the on the eve of dr king's birthday the thing that we the things that we take for our see is so important uh, right. When we're on our deathbed, we'll, we'll, they'll, they'll, they'll be will, so small. It will be and, so small. Yeah, it'll be very minuscule in the, in the scope of things. Yeah, and know? so uh, I, I just try to, I recognize I'm on the hills of the, you know, in the, as, as Frank Sinatra would say, I'm in the winter years of my life now. <laughs> and I'm, 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 in, I'm, yeah. I'm just enjoying it. You know, I had a man tell me once, and I don't mean to be Eddie Downer on this, but it is true. He said, you know, when you get past 40, 45, you're getting closer to the end than you are the beginning. Oh, yes. And that is, I've always kept that in the back of my mind. You know, yeah. you know this thing and all these petty problems and all this mess, it's not going to amount to a hill of beans. You know, in no amount, you know, we've all had situations, had an argument with your wife, and you get to work, you can't remember what the argument was about. You know, oh, come on. Right. Break, you know, lighten no. up people. You know, no, I but, wouldn't. You know, um, I appreciate you taking time to come up here and and discuss these things in a reasonable way. Thank you. And that's what Rob said you would be willing to do, and uh, and I'm I'm glad you did. And I want to have you back as time goes on. Thank I really you. Do I want to have you, you back? Um, and you know, uh, we're we're in a somewhat of a tense time right now as far as the nation goes. Yes. But here locally, things seem to be perking along pretty good and yes we're going to have some problems we've got right. some hiccups here and there but the growth thing is something that uh, that our elected officials must deal with and you know affordable housing is it's just not to be had here right now i don't know that it ever will be to be honest with you well you know? we, we 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 attracted growth we, did. we gave incentives That's to exactly businesses right. so yeah. so now 
we're seeing the ripple effect as we were discussing right. before we went on air about just the stream of commerce. Um, well, with that stream of commerce comes responsibilities. I mean, you expect a job to come here and you exactly don't have right. any houses or yeah. you don't have infrastructure or whatever, but I enjoy right. being on tonight. Well, I thank you, and we will have we will have this gentleman back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to tell you right now because uh, he has a load of knowledge for each of us uh, that, that you can benefit from, and we're going to tap into that knowledge too, a lifetime of experiences. And uh, Michael McDonald, we are so glad you have chosen to come up here and be with us. Uh, who's this coming in here? Trash. <laughs> you come, you come take trash out, sir. Chip Walters has just come in. He's going to be on Bill's show. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get out of here and get out of the way and let them get on with it. Michael McDonald, thank you so much. Jackson, thank, thank you, you for working the board. Evan Lee Raymer, till next Sunday night at 8 o'clock. I'll see you down the road. Good night.